you are listening to The Creator's Conflict, where we will be interviewing creative people about the struggles they face as creators, how they overcome their setbacks, and what they've learned so far along the way. Okay, we're no, we're recording now. Okay, everything's fine. We're recording. Um, Kelly, (laughs) (laughs) Ella, (laughs) uh, Kelly and I are sitting on the couch in our Airbnb, and it's Sunday after PPE. We're very tired, very tired, (laughs) very tired. So, yeah, this is this is Kelly Robotai's episode. Are you excited? I'm. more excited than i should be and probably more slap happy too so yeah well this, this is gonna be fun it'll be all right well you're fun you're fun thanks <laughs> <laughs> okay kelly for those that don't know your work what do you do um i make pretty things i make arty things um i i guess i'm sort of a fine art photographer but um i try to put a whimsical twist on it and sort of step outside the box cool yeah And you are also, uh, like very much like a retoucher as well. Like when you do your photography, it's, I don't want to say heavily retouched because that has like bad connotations, but that is kind of like your thing. It is. Yeah. Um, the retouching end for client work is different than the retouching for my own work. My own work's really heavy handed, but the retouching is not as heavy handed because they have to look real. So yeah, of course. Um, how did you get into photography? Um, so I had babies and I started taking pictures of my babies. Um, and I've always, um, been an artist. So there was just this natural progression from, um, taking photos and not having time to art and, um, playing with pictures of my kids. And then I realized that I could create the artwork that I had in my head by using photography and my knowledge of Photoshop, which I have from, um, a graphic design career so um so that's how it all started and then it was downhill from there yeah (laughs) um what kind of art did you do before photography um I pretty much just do like graphite portraits and cartoons and a little bit of painting Mm -hmm. um and then I was in the graphic design field and I created stickers and product and um well catalogs and stuff but that's boring so yeah, so there's quite a long history of art, but only a little bit has been professional. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So then how did you get started in the retouching side? Like, what was kind of your first uh, client or your first moment where you were like, oh, I can make this into a career? So um, I love retouching. It's my favorite thing. Uh, I think even more than the actual photography aspect of it. Um, so... Well, I al- always knew that I liked, that I loved the retouching because for me it's, um, it's like painting. Um, so I work with a photographer based out of LA and the way I started working with him was um, reaching out, which I think a lot of people find hard to do. So I'd reached out and asked him um, for some um, feedback on how to sort of get my work noticed. Um, which drew him in to look at my Instagram feed 
And then from there, he ended up messaging me at like 12 o'clock at night because we were three hours ahead of him. And uh, he liked my work and he wanted to know if I did all my own retouching. And uh, so I told him yes. And he said, are you looking for a retouching gig? And I said, sure. And he said, let me send you some... um, let me send you some of my, my photos, a, a set that I'm working on, and let's see how it goes. And if all goes well, then I'd love to hire you. So the next day, he ended up sending me, I think, five images. And I retouched them and sent them back. And he emailed me back, and he said, hired, and that's it. And then that has sort of snowballed to mm-hmm. working with other photographers and doing retouching for them. Mm-hmm. And you've also kind of recently been going into the education field as well. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I would yeah, say but yeah. But I mean, that's all, and that all stems from my artwork. Yeah. So the, the, the tutorial that I did with um, ProEDU was um, for my artwork. And even though it's called Surreal Retouching, I mean, I understand why it, it's called Surreal Retouching, but to me, it's just, it's arting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I... Like as much as I think that it is a form of retouching, it's 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 artistic more than, you know, we're not just getting rid of fine lines and we're like making things crazy. Yeah, you're creating more yeah. um, art pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your, um, your how you kind of got transitioned into like your education stuff as well, because that's pretty interesting and like not everyone teaches your style of work how I got into it Mm -hmm. it fell in my lap yeah um so uh I was sitting at home and I got I think an email in from pro edu and they had done a call out in their community and asked what they wanted to see from um instructors and what kind of tutorial they wanted to see and I guess my name had popped up several times so they reached out and they asked if I was interested and I said yes and then I bawled my face off for like <laughs> three days. Um, but it was a great experience. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. It was probably one of the best experiences of my life. Um, but it was way outside of like my realm of comfort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's quite small. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and where are you from? Ontario, Canada. Mm-hmm. And you're just Maples outside Sudbury. and Mooses. Yeah. And you're just outside Sudbury, right? Yes. Yeah. Which for those who don't know, is a couple hours outside of Toronto. Yes. Yeah. Cold and snowy and gross. Yes. Um, so what made you so want to start coming to these shows? Because we've now gone to two together. Yee. WPPI last February and now this one. Um, well, I had never really given much thought to going to the shows until you messaged me. I did. About um, rooming with you and um, two other lovely women. And I was very excited about the prospect and, uh, again, out of my realm of comfort, but I said, okay. And it was fun. I just, I don't know. It's, it's really weird when you're finally in a position to be around people that you, um, are on the same wavelength with, because I think that's really hard to find. And like the, there's a huge group of us and it seems like, everybody gets along and everyone there's always something creative to talk about so I don't even like well WPPI we didn't even we didn't even hit the trade show floor you know like it's it's about the people and it's about the creativity and it's about 
having that that moment to sort of just be like when I go when I'm coming here I go to WPPI I'm not mom or wife or mom or sister or you know like daughter whatever I'm not any of that I'm Kelly and that's it and, mm-hmm. um, so it's nice to just be able to be recognized for what you're putting out in the creative community and uh, be around other people that understand what that's like and uh, yeah so that's why I do it yeah the trade show's fine but my feet hurt yeah <laughs> <laughs> we walked so far yesterday so far yesterday yeah we walked across the brooklyn bridge we went to dumbo we went to chinatown oh where else did we go i don't even know canal street yeah that was fun it was fun Mm -hmm. but bloody mary's i know they're horrible i know they're not good great idea was that for life Well, we found those really amazing Caesars in Vegas, and we kind of hope that it would live up so to So that's them. literally the only reason why we're going back to Vegas, our $15 Caesar. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it was worth it, because the ones yesterday were $15, too. Yeah, so and they weren't good. They were horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you put any prints in the show in WPI? I did. I had three in the print comp, um, and two of them placed, so they were hanging in the in the foyer or the gallery whatever it is that they yeah so which is really was, amazing yeah that was my first time um actually doing the print comp but i've done um the digital um competitions with wppi before mm-hmm. so and then right around that same time you also won another award we did yeah so tell us about that um i got the solo gallery i won the solo gallery at kelby one so um i flew from um sudbury to toronto from toronto to florida um, and I got to see the Kelby One Studios, and they put on a really beautiful gallery with, I think, I want to say, like, maybe 18 or 20 of my images that they had printed. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a gallery opening, so we were there for, I believe, four days, so we did a gallery opening, and um, it's the first time I've ever seen all my work printed in large format in one space, so that was crazy overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so that was another amazing um opportunity uh probably one of the best experiences as well and then um I flew back (laughs) landed in Toronto um my husband went one way and I went the other and then flew out to Vegas directly from there and got to hang out with you guys so it was crazy week it was like two weeks of just exhaustion and excitement and um yeah my heart was pretty full that week yeah no kidding yeah yeah. (laughs) I was a happy girl uh, I remember when you won and you were just like, holy shit. Well, I, I was putting my kids to bed. Yeah. And uh, my little guy, he's seven. Well, I guess he would have been. Wait, when was that? No, that was just. Yeah. So he was seven. And so I was putting him to bed and he was having a hard time sleeping. I was laying in bed with him and he was starting to fall asleep. And I started to scroll <laughs> through my phone and the email popped up. And it's like you have won and I was like I wanted to scream (laughs) but he was almost asleep and I knew if I made any sort of reaction that he would wake up and I'd be up for another hour so I would like internally hyperventilated and (laughs) I couldn't breathe and so then finally he and it was like you know how when you're so excited you can feel it in your chest yes yeah yeah (laughs) so that happened that went on for like 10 minutes he finally fell asleep and then I like ran down the stairs screaming and (laughs) my husband thought someone died but yeah so it's awesome yeah yeah it's exciting it's exciting to win to have the validation that people like your work is is pretty phenomenal totally as an artist 
yeah especially we, maybe we like our work but to know that other people appreciate it's pretty damn fantastic yeah so. definitely well especially when it's kind of like your career as well like it's not something you do on the side like this is what you do well my art isn't though that's yeah. the thing like the nice thing with the retouching um is that it gives me the option to not have to worry about using my artwork and by artwork I I mean my photography as well because I sort of as much as I I like doing more commercial stuff when I think about my photography I think of like my artwork and photography as one unit right so doing the retouching allows me to um to be creative without feeling forced um and I think that's really important. So, and I think that's why I push my retouching as hard as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, because my artwork's not really a, a career. Right. Um, I don't want it to be. I want it to be a career in terms of, like, I want to be that artist who has, like, their artwork up on walls and they're selling for, you know, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. But <laughs> um, I'd love that. I'd love for that to be what I'm known for and that to be able to make me money. But I also want to be able to create it without feeling the pressure. Right. And like, I have to constantly be be releasing something new or creating something new. So, um, yeah. No, that makes total sense. Cause, um, it's not the same thing at all for me, but I have this feeling now where since I've been doing photography as my day job, the desire to, create stuff for me is like dwindling so I can totally understand someone that's like oh no I have this like other job that I do that allows me to still practice my craft a little bit and to pay the bills but then I have these own my own personal stuff on the side well that makes total sense and I mean it's it's funny sitting here talking to you about it now because we've already had this conversation this week but Mm -hmm. like I'm in a position now where um and I know you kind of are the same way you you would almost be willing to take something not photography related Mm -hmm. just to be able to be creative and not feel like you're being suffocated by it all Mm -hmm. I think from the sounds of it I think a lot of us feel that way yeah which is kind of which is too bad and it's overwhelming it's overwhelming but that's why we have to I think as a group as a photography industry we have to maybe set some higher goals Mm -hmm. and start um having higher expectations for what we as photographers charge. And, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. There, We have to raise the bar a little, I think, because it's, I mean, it's burning everybody out. Totally. No, it really is. And I mean, why suffocate creativity? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, and the industry is changing so much, too. Like, I feel like it's it's always different. Like, year to year, there's always new stuff going on. And it's sometimes it's kind of hard to keep up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you find that it's, it's hard to market your stuff for your retouching, like your actual job? Or are you finding it more now that people are coming to you? Um, so I'm like, I think I'm the odd man out. I, I don't really market my retouching. And I think that's because I've lucked out with what I do. I'm not doing retouching for like your general photographer. I'm doing retouching for a celebrity photographer. So, um, I, my expectations of for what I would get paid are higher than right. if I was retouching for like for instance you or like I wouldn't charge you the same amount that I would charge this other photographer that I work with so there's like every celebrity has their own rates mm, okay. so um, I, I don't 
really market it because I'm at the point now where I like my expectations for what I get paid are, are, are high. So, mm-hmm. and the average person doesn't, and I reach out, like I don't have any problem reaching out to photographers who are sort of in that same vein of photography and saying, you know, here, here's my work and here's who I've worked for. And here's, you know, celebrities that I've retouched and check out my portfolio. And if you like it, here's my rates. I don't have a problem doing that. Um, but I find that, um, but by word of mouth, I get other jobs with other, other photographers. So I don't really feel like I have to push that. Mm -hmm. I could, but I'm also, again, I had this conversation over dinner the other night with another retoucher and he was saying that the retouching industry is dying and that he feels like um there's not going to be jobs for uh retouchers around my age bracket that um ai is going to take over and um you know it's just it's fading yeah um and um I understand what he's saying and I'm understand I understand as a, a retoucher that would be maybe a scary concept, but I'm very lucky because my I'm a stay at home mom, you know, and I've I've always been pretty open about that. So the if if my retouching doesn't work out, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because I, I've had that and I've been lucky enough to have it, but I don't need to have it because, you know, for the last ten years I've been a stay at home mom and we've been okay. So um, yeah, so I just like to market myself and to push myself like that. It's not, it's not on a, a need basis for me. Right. I love it and I, and I want to build it, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm really tired and I sort of lost my train of thought. No, that's okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> there's like moments where I'm like talking or listening and I'm kind of like, oh man, I'm so tired. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's PBE been a really long couple rough. days yeah it's really rough as we're sitting in our nice comfy couch that we fell asleep on earlier yeah. <laughs> i'm slowly it. sliding into the corner <laughs> <laughs> um what um what do you think would be something that as a retoucher you find really hard to deal with in your job hmm. the hardest thing that I think I have to deal with is when um clients come back thinking that you literally can fix anything okay um I had I have one set that I have been going back and forth with um the actual client and it's a it's a jewelry shoot and so um it would have been easy if I was the photographer because knowing that it's a jewelry shoot, you would have maybe lined things up properly to make sure that you, like everything was in place to, to properly showcase what we're selling. Right. But these images that were chosen, the selects that were chosen, um, like she's wearing a ring and the rings flipped all the way into her finger. Yeah. And so it's like, Oh, can we turn her ring in a little bit? And like, that's fine. As long as there's, I mean, it's an easy fix as long as there's another picture where her ring's on properly. Yeah. But I literally, like, rebuilt the ring from scratch the other day. Really? Yeah. Like, cutting little pieces out and flipping it and making her a new finger. And that's fine. I don't mind doing it. It's part of my job, and I like doing that kind of stuff. But um, so it's hard when the photographer doesn't think about it, Mm -hmm. which is their job. And then the client wants this 
I mean, it's not a huge undertaking, but they want something done and it's not like it's a snap of the finger, you know, it's going to take you a little bit to do so. And I don't think they realize that like, we just don't push a button and it's like the ring rotate button, you know, like it doesn't work like that. So I think that's the worst part for me is fixing all these little tiny things that would, if, if just a bit of thought was put into it, (laughs) it it wouldn't matter. It'd be so easy to fix, but do you think you're drawing your past drawing, um, art skills and your graphic design that kind of stuff has really helped you when you come into problems like this oh yeah for Definitely, sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, I'm always um I was started off making stickers for this scrapbooking company so it was a bunch of layers and um masking and that type of thing so those things have all come in really handy and um I also don't try to tackle it just with like from a photography point of view because I'll go in sometimes and I'll paint stuff in as well right and so I think I think that's part of my artistic background that I'm that I have the ability to do that because I if I didn't I'd I'd be screwed totally so I superimposed a horse onto a different landscape and just the way that the the two were uh so contrasty I had to actually go in and like draw the mane in the horse and instead of trying to mask out every single hair and stuff so it's little things like that that as an artist I just, I have no problem going in and painting it, but I know some people would be really uncomfortable with that. So yeah, I, I think it's helped. Yeah, yeah. I so. literally just thought of another photographer that I know is always masking hair and how much she hates it. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> well, and like there was no way it was going to look natural. There was no. no way. So yeah, little things, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> little wins, little wins. That's pretty cool. Well, how do you deal with the stressful uh, clients and the stressful jobs that come your way when there is stuff like that where they just expect you to be able to push a button and fix a ring or you know maybe fix an eye or take reflections out of sunglasses that are really ridiculous like stuff like that wine yes <laughs> <laughs> I work from home so um if I get stressed then I get up and I walk around and I take a breath and I chug a glass of wine <laughs> I cool down and then I go and I and I work on it it takes a lot to get me stressed out so um I feel like um for a long time I felt I'm so critical of my own work mm-hmm. and I just assume that other people say uh, see my work through the same set of eyes that I do right and the longer I do this the more I realize that people don't see the the mistakes that I see or I'll send something back and it's like oh this one's gonna come out you know like I'm gonna send it out and I hope that they like it but it's gonna come back and it won't and they'll love it Mm -hmm. and um yeah I just I just think I've come to the realization that I'm super picky about my work so if I feel kind of okay about it it's probably fine yeah so if you're like most of this is okay but there's like a few little spots there's a good chance they probably won't even notice it will they No, probably not i mean obviously if it's something super detail oriented it's different but Mm -hmm. generally speaking i mean for a basic image i'm not going to go over it with a fine tooth comb so they, they have no idea so if i'm zooming in and getting rid of like every little tiny itty bitty imperfection and no one's gonna see it yeah so it's a full body they don't care that there's like a minuscule little tiny mark on her ear that's basically covered by hair that no one's gonna see anyway so. right yeah but I'm so picky that I do it yeah because <laughs> well <laughs> you you also kind of have to like make sure that you're happy with it too yeah 
Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I couldn't put out work that I wasn't happy with. Mm. It's a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> so if I'm not happy, it's not going out. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? Mm, no, but I think that I have an artistic vision when I create something and it, I, I don't, I think I could work on things forever and never be done. Um, so I have learned where to draw the line and I definitely don't think I'm a perfectionist. I think I just, um, I get it to a point where I'm, as long as I'm, as, as long as I'm happy, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to be like with my artwork, I'm like a quick poster. So I'll finish something. I'll be like, yeah, I love it. And I then I just too. post. Yeah, I do that too. And I shouldn't do that. I should sit on it because then I'll go back and I'll like, I'll hate it. I'll yeah. have to delete it, repost it or yeah, something. Yeah, or see like so. a spot that you missed yes, or yes, like a piece so. of hair that's totally wonky. Yeah. Or, and yeah. so if I was a perfectionist, I wouldn't be doing that. But I, I can't. Like I have to, if I'm excited in the moment, I just have to do it. So. Yeah. I have the attention span of like a peanut. So. <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. Go. Be free, little art piece. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's also just the fact that like when you've been working on something for so long, the reason why I want to post it right away is because I need to like not cleanse myself of it, but be like, look, I'm done. I finished a thing. Yeah. I'm like now free to work on other things. And it well, just kind of pushes I think it out for me. It's awful, but I think I'm constantly searching for validation. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> That's what it is for me. Yeah. So it's like, I made something pretty. I really like it. Do you like it? Do yeah. you like it? Yeah. And it's not about like the likes and stuff, but it's nice to hear back from people who you respect and, and get some good feedback. And sometimes it's not good. And then there's that handy little delete button. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you find it really hard sometimes to separate your business from your life? Cause you work from home, you're a stay at home mom. It's not like you have a part-time job that you can kind of like escape from the house um so I know we were talking about this earlier about like (laughs) this is my me time coming to my shows getting blisters on my feet talking to all my creative people but you don't really have that outlet when you're at home no so how do you kind of like deal with the stress of that because I imagine it would be stressful I think when the kids were really little and they were at home it was really hard because you're just like mom 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 all the time Mm -hmm. and so I lost Kelly for a long time right um and so being as artistic, uh, like my whole life has been, has revolved around art. So I used it as a co- coping mechanism. I've used it for everything, right? I just, I'm always drawing and I'm always painting. I'm always doing something. Um, so I didn't even have time for that. Right. And, and then you have these, these babies that are so dependent on you. And so when they, when they started going to school, then all of a sudden I had this free time during the day and I could have gone out and gotten a job. And then, you know, maybe had a little more of myself back in terms of that. But I, this is something that I wanted to do. So I've been lucky enough to have um, a spouse who supports what I do. And he's okay with me being home and mm-hmm. pursuing my dream. So um, I have from nine in the morning till three in the afternoon where I can sit at my computer or I can go out and do a creative shoot or, you know, I can learn new um retouching methods or you know study and get tutorials and you know I'm I'm lucky that I have that um but I mean when you're still sitting and and especially where we're from like fellow Canadian Mm -hmm. like winters are hard you're stuck inside all the time so it's not like you can get out and go do things um so this um 
this whole creative posse that I've formed yeah. over the last year. And even when I started doing my, like even going to the tutorial, I think that's why it was so life-changing for me. It's not like it was, you know, like a unicorn flew over and rained down its magic. It's just, it was, you know, your basic taping, recording a tutorial, but I think it was just like all of a sudden you're able to be you and you're speaking about something that you love and, you know, you're trying to teach other people who are maybe stuck how to do something that you love to do and Mm -hmm. then you come and then you meet those people and they're creative and then and then it progresses into people knowing you and then you're invited to other things then you get to meet other people and you know you get to associate with people that you look up to and so um I don't know this is the best way for me to do it and even if it's once a year I think I'm okay with that Mm -hmm. because it's been my choice to have kids too right so I'm okay with that I have my creative time during the day and and then I get to come and be an idiot for (laughs) a week or two every year and and yeah so yeah yeah I have fun with you I love you I love you I love when you come on these uh adventures with me Oh, Olga's sitting in the background at the table, kind of like listening in and making faces at us. She just, she has FOMO really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I did one with her the other day. Yeah, but she wants in on it. Oh, gee. She just, she was upset that I said I loved you and she was like, oh, me me too. We love you too, Olga. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is something that you think you have learned about yourself in the last um, I don't know, I guess a couple years since you've kind of like started this whole journey of retouching and mm. your fantasy fine art projects. and um, I think I've learned how vulnerable <laughs> I am. I think um, in the same sense that I have a bigger backbone than I've assume, I always assume that I have. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've learned how to take... Um, negativity right because there's a lot of people that don't understand what I do mm-hmm. and that's okay um it's hard when you're doing something creative and it's something that you love and you're putting your heart and soul into it and to have someone shut it down right yeah is I used to find really difficult like to the point where it would bring me to tears you know because I've spent hours and hours and hours working on this and I love it and I'm proud of it and then to have someone literally, are we allowed to swear? I don't, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> to have someone literally shit all over it. Yeah. It's like, how rude. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it is really rude. So, but the more I do it and the more I gain confidence in um, the work that I'm creating. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's validation from the community too that helps with that. Um the less impactful those people are to to me when I post and they have something negative to say because I have a group of amazing creative people who, well, one, if it sucked, they'd tell me in a nice way. Yeah. And two, like, they usually like it. So I'm, you know, like, I'm good. And I don't need to listen to, like, the guy that's, 
shooting on the stoop outside who like is editing everything with an iPhone app, you know, like, and takes pictures of rocks, you know, (laughs) like I don't need to be concerned with how he feels about my artwork. So I think that's probably the biggest thing I've learned. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's really important to just like, we obviously all need to take critique and we all need to um, like grow from comments, whether they're good and bad or whatever, but you really shouldn't be concerning yourself with people that A, don't get it Mm -mm. and B, aren't not even at the level that you're at, but can't appreciate at the level that you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I I said, I posted something on my Facebook last week about, um, um, people commenting because I feel like as a community we don't give each other enough positive reinforcement I feel like um, there's all this amazing artwork out there but unless you have like a decent name behind you mm-hmm. or it's like something it do, like it doesn't even have to be spectacular I don't know I don't like I don't know what the formula is but like I see all these mediocre like f- mediocre photos of like of women who and they get so much attention because it's generally women right yeah you get a pretty girl in the picture and and for some reason everybody loves it but like there's all this beautiful artwork out there and I call it art because like this is what we do it's not just photography right like we're all artists and and so I find all these there's all these creative concepts and all these beautiful images out there that like it's like crickets Mm -hmm. and so we're all in these these photography communities and nobody is willing to like take two seconds out of their day to be like nice job that was really creative maybe next time you know maybe maybe this kind of editing will help you or try this trick I know with curves or like hey, here's a lighting tip, you mm-hmm. know, like no one's willing to do it. No, everyone's and scared of giving yeah. away their secrets. And so all these people who have amazing stories and amazing artwork start to feel less than they stop creating artwork. And then we just end up with the same old mediocre crap. Yeah. Because like the, you're getting praise for mediocrity when we should be giving positive reinforcing feedback and helping each other to grow because like as far as I'm concerned the intention should be that we all want to be the best we can be yeah so yeah it's frustrating no I 100% agree it's very rare that you actually get really good constructive criticism on any of your stuff it's Mm. always just like again the whole nice shot good job pretty girl pretty girl especially well especially on Instagram but I feel like Facebook is like marginally better but to get the comments that we're talking about, you have to ask for it. Yeah. And, well, and like some people don't want feedback and, and I, I don't really understand that. Mm-hmm. Every single time I post, I don't care how big, how great I think the image is. Like I could love it and I'll post it somewhere and I'm like, give me feedback. Mm-hmm. Cause maybe you see something I don't, you know, totally doesn't mean we have to be assholes to each other. We can say it with kindness, but like, let's support each other and let's, you know, ask for, ask for feedback. Cause like no one's perfect. Everybody has, everyone has to grow and it doesn't matter if you think you're at the top of your game, you're not. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why people don't want to ask for it. I know it is kind of strange to me because, um, 
I actually, I don't know. Did you go to school at all for art or anything? I went to school for graphic design. Graphic design. Yeah. So I'm assuming that part of your curriculum was like portfolio reviews, like yeah, reviews sure. on assignments. Um, my school that I went to, like I, I went to a, um, a university to do my fine art uh, degree. And every time we had an assignment, it was always, okay, put your stuff up on the wall. Mm -hmm. Let's look at it. Let's see what's good. What's bad. What can you work on? Maybe next time try and work on this. And it was the same thing with the photography school that I went to too. And I feel like it's really important for people to experience that because it really does make you a better artist, a better photographer, better retoucher, better, like whatever, anything videographer, like if I, whatever, every single time I post, it doesn't matter how, um, small, the comment is I like there's always a hint of truth to mm-hmm. it you know and it's like watch for that and I do I watch for that next time or you know I I remember those little or I go back in and I fix it and it is important I mean like we're not perfect mm-hmm. we're not perfect and there's people there's hundreds of people out there better than we are yeah so why not why not take that platform something as big as social media and use it to your advantage to get feedback from other people totally so no i I fully agree yeah um i think yeah like i said reviews are super important Mm -hmm. and not just reviews but like feedback and the constructive criticism because otherwise how do you grow yeah never um what do you think would be something um i didn't i didn't phrase that correctly at all jesus hold on do this yeah my brain is dying (laughs) what do you think would be something that you would change or do differently in your career now that you're like looking back on the stuff that you accomplished you know what everyone said that so Mm -mm. far Mm -mm. nothing nothing i i mean i have so far to go Mm -hmm. but i feel like everything sort of happened like often i wish that i was further accomplished totally um and that I was further in my journey than I am now and I don't really know where that's going to take me but you know I I it's frustrating in the moment because it's like oh my god I, I I want these things and I want my art up in a gallery or you know like I want I want to photograph a celebrity and retouch it and mm-hmm. like there's all these things that I want but my progression has been steady mm-hmm and even though like along the way there's these blips where you're like not far enough not good enough it like it all happens for a reason i feel like it's all happened it's happened at the appropriate time right. because things that i can deal with now i probably wouldn't have been able to deal with in the same way 2 years ago or 3 years ago mm-hmm. so yeah i wouldn't change anything that's really awesome yeah i'm so, boring no that's <laughs> that was really, a really short question no that's okay cuz it's really cool cuz um no, you know, you're right. Like this, if you think about it, if there's something that you would have changed, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you'd be further, but maybe you'd be unhappy or uh, maybe you wouldn't be doing the same kind of stuff that you're doing now, or maybe you're retouching kind of well, it's not taken even, off. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, well, well, that's what I mean. Like obviously things happened for a reason and it's, um, again, this gentleman, this other retoucher that was, that I was talking to over dinner, um, when we were chatting about how long he's been in the industry and we were chatting about, you know, what I've been doing and he looked really surprised. And I said to him, like a lot of it has dropped in my lap and in my mind, I feel like it's just kind of fallen in my lap, Yeah. but I know it hasn't cause I've put the work in. So I know that it's happened because of everything that I've done leading up to that. 
but I think when it's at the right time, it sometimes feels like it's just like everything's just falling into place. Yeah. So I mean, and, and what, so I, I've accomplished what I've accomplished now three years ago and then I'm burnt out and I'm overwhelmed and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, up to the same caliber that I should be or whatever. And, and then what, and then you're just miserable and uncreative and totally. Yeah. Nope. So- kind of like in the same genre of what we were talking about earlier um but also this is kind of relevant right now too what do you think is your biggest inspiration to create your images oh that was a big question for a real (laughs) tired brain oh no what is my biggest inspiration to create my images Yeah. what drives you to to create the stuff that you do i don't know um i just have lots going on in my head and I'm just so animated mm-hmm. and it's just an artistic release for me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if like a drive is the right word. I just feel like that's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I just need to do it. And if I don't do it, like I've gone through um, the last several months have been really tough on me. Um, my kids are home from school and, you know, you've got kids on you all the time mm-hmm. and you're like, I artistically and creatively, I just haven't really been able to do anything. And so I feel like it's taken a really big toll. Um, so I think that it's just that the art feeds my soul. And if I can't do it, then I, I get depressed. I get sad. Totally, I, yeah. You know, I just, I feel like something's missing. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's a drive. I think it's just part of me. Yeah, you, it's just something that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. <laughs> Yay, artists. Yay, us. <laughs> what, uh, well then, kind of like on that same topic, is there something that really drives you to be better? To keep pushing forward, to keep like well, trying to take it to the next level? You're never going to be 100%. So... I have expectations for what I want to accomplish. I feel like, like I said, with the last several months, I've just sort of like pulled the blankets over my head Mm -hmm. because it just, and I don't usually do that, but it's like things just started to get rough Yeah, and it's easier for me just to like clam up and, and, uh, and again, I think not being able to be around people who inspire. And so you're like sitting by yourself in a small town with not very many creative people. And so it's easier to just sort of clam up. So, um, I have expectations and, um, I think especially being here will then push me to, to do better, to do more because I'm again, surrounded by these people who have accomplished so many great things. And I know that I can do that as well. Um, but again, it's just, it's progression, right? Yeah. I, I just don't think like, when are we ever satisfied, satisfied? I don't want to be that person that's like, I am where I'm going to be and I'm perfect. And cause I'm not You're like, I've made it. No. <laughs> Who even says I've made it? Like there's Instagram models. You've never made it. No yeah. Like <laughs> when do you make it? Who gets to say that you made it? Like fuck push further, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do amazing things. Yeah. And I think that um, when you as a person um, really try and push yourself forward, I think that also helps in pushing the industry forward, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a full circle. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to. Who who wants to be stagnant? Ugh. No, I don't. Gross. 
Yeah, no, that's like the worst possible scenario yeah. that it, the stuff that you create just never gets any better. And it's just the same over and over. No, for like, sure. That's what is it? Every seven years, you're basically a new person because all of your skin cells yeah. and everything shed. And you're, it's so like, why would you want to keep doing the same thing over yeah, and over again? Why would you just want to be the same person all the time? No, I Gross. don't. I think I feel like I've been about like four different people in my I'm life. I'm so now. many people. Mm hmm. I also have lots of voices in my hands, so I might have a problem. <laughs> this is why we have wine, to quiet so the ones we don't like. Quiet. <laughs> what do you think has been the biggest risk so far in your career? Mm. Oh, no, this one's going to take me a second. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. You sounded so Canadian there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Big risk. I don't think I've taken like I mean I've been scared to do things yes yeah. but, but you've still done I don't them. think it's a risk though mm-hmm. I I mean I I assume that some people might think it's a risk but I just like again like step out of your box mm-hmm. I, I to me it's like new things come and yeah okay it's a risk but then we don't grow and then we're back to this whole being stagnant thing totally so i'm i yeah i wouldn't call it a risk i just like i pushed myself it's it's like that what's that um thing where it's like everything great is on the other side of fear yeah right so i'm i'm not just gonna sit here and just be fearful of the next best thing I'm just going to take the jump and if something good happens then perfect and if not then yeah on to the next thing. Totally. So I think that's probably some really good advice to take away from mm-hmm. like this this too is don't I mean be I, I would say probably just be try not to be fearful of new things Yeah. and just always try like again grow. Um, and then on that topic do you have any advice for people that would just be like starting out with retouching or like fine art photography or anything creative like it's that? It's funny because this this week what day is it? Is it week? Sunday. It's weekend. I wanna, Sunday. Whatever day it is. <laughs> the last couple of days, I feel like I've said that so much, right? Like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Just do it. What's the worst that happens? And I feel like that about retouching, too. You like someone's work? Reach out and talk to them and see if, you know, they're looking for a retoucher. You want advice? Reach out. What's the worst that happens? They say, I hate your work. Yeah. Well, let work harder then yeah totally like get better work harder get better and do it again yeah so I don't know I think everyone's so scared um and it just seems like such an irrational fear to have when we're all struggling with the exact same things and everybody literally feels the same way nobody feels good enough no one's you know completely sure their work Mm -hmm. everyone's afraid to be judged I mean it's it's irrational yeah. You're starting out, like, reach out to me for help. I'll help you. Yeah. Um. I, you know, the majority of people I know, like, especially the people we've been hanging out with this week, I would say with, like, 97% certainty that if somebody reached out to them and asked for help, they would probably help them. Yeah. Well, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier about not being scared to share information because they think it's going to... Yeah. They're like, just because you tell me what... Uh, um. I don't know, like say a, a hair retouching technique that you've learned that maybe I needed help with something. Just because you've given me that information doesn't mean you're going to lose out on a job. That's because what everybody's scared of. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. We're supposed to be supportive of each other. I mean, this whole battle for like 
the imaginary clients is ridiculous. Yeah. So. And the find that the people that are actually getting real clients and they're actually doing real work, they they aren't like that. They're like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. have all this information. Like, let me help you. Like, no big deal. Like, let me teach you because. I'm, I'm so woo-woo about this stuff, right? Like, I, I just feel like you you get back what you put out. Yeah. And so if you're hoarding everything, no one's ever going to help you. No. But if you're yeah. willing to give, it's like my tutorial. Everyone's like, don't do a tutorial. Why would you give away all your secrets? It's not a freaking secret. Are yeah. you kidding me? It's like liquefy. Yeah. It's layers. It's Photoshop. It's not a freaking secret. If you sat down for two hours in front of your computer and screwed around, you'd be able to figure out what I do. Yeah. The difference is, is it's my artwork. Right. So I'm putting my own spin on it and I'm taking things that are in my mind and creating something. Me telling you how I technically do something. Yeah. It doesn't hurt me in the slightest. No. So I help somebody else to be inspired to create something. That's what we should all be doing is creating things. Oh, it pisses me off. <laughs> I'm getting angry. Yeah, you got a little fired up there. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Do you have any advice then for someone that would be just starting other than just, you know, do it and ask for help? Like any um, chick, chicks and chips? Chicks and chips. Chicks and chips. <laughs> yeah, we're fading. Tips and tricks, Kelly. Um, No, just... Just yeah, do just it. Just do it, man. Just, just do it. Do it. <laughs> what is the worst that happens? Yeah, no, exactly. Is there anything that you wish more people knew about being a retoucher? Like, do you still? I'm sure there's questions you get asked all the time that um, you kind of just wish that people knew. Like, aside from what we were talking about earlier about it just not being a magic bu button that you press. Um. No, I think it's important, like, when people try to get into retouching, they think there's a formula that they right. have to follow, and there, I, my, I mean, I don't know, right, I'm self-taught, mm -hmm. like, I haven't, I've never, I started watching tutorials after I started retouching, okay, um, but initially everything that I was doing and I mean I've gotten better because I've put the effort into it yeah but initially the way I was doing it was just I was playing and painting and being artistic and I just figured things out for myself and I think everyone thinks there's like a secret formula that you have to like plug in for it to work right and I think if we all just have a little bit more confidence in ourselves and sit down and take the time to figure out what works for us um, I think that's important as opposed to like trying to be like you don't need to do things exactly the way I do it or you know you somebody else's retouching tutorial just because they do it a certain way doesn't mean that that's like the be all and the end all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I think if people give themselves a little more credit um, and put the time into it without just thinking that you know they're going to watch a tutorial and they're going to be professional and it's game over right like yeah. i'm going to watch this and i'm going to suddenly get all these retouching gigs and it i don't like it doesn't work like that put the put the effort in what's happening <laughs> <laughs> olga what are you munching on over there <laughs> um what i have a couple i do have a couple more questions um and hopefully mm -mm. we'll see what happens but you have such a grin on your face you're making me really I don't, nervous no it's fine it's not gonna be anything bad i just uh i'm and i'm tired <laughs> i'm so tired too i can't believe we uh, did agree to do this tonight i know we're ridiculous Ugh. whatever we're, we're pushing through it's good we're doing it 
It's all right. Do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it. Anyways. It's okay. okay. And my, my hands aren't numb at all. Great. Good. My feet aren't asleep at all. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think has been the biggest moment of your career thus far? The biggest or the best? Either. Pick. Hmm. I like both. Okay. I think the biggest part has been... a toss-up so (laughs) two different avenues right so for my artwork I would say probably the biggest thing was doing the tutorial with pro edu totally because I feel like that gave me a bit of a platform Mm -hmm. um and I've received a lot of feedback from people who have watched that and it seems like the feedback is that I've inspired them to like to think outside the box or maybe maybe they've been wanting to create something but they've you know they they feel like they're weird or yeah and that it sort of feels it makes them feel like they've been given the okay to do that Mm -hmm. and I like that that's that's what I'm hoping for like that's what I wanted to do I was hoping to have a just to have that soapbox to be able to say to people like you're a weirdo it's okay you're allowed to do that you know so that has probably been one of the biggest things for me because I've I've if I can touch a couple, not touch, but (laughs) 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 if I can inspire a couple of people, then that's good. Um, and then for the retouching, of course, like the retoucher or the photographer I work with, like he just reached out of the blue. It was like 12 o'clock at night and it just popped up on my Instagram and I was like screaming and we were laying in bed and <laughs> my husband's like, what's going on? I was like, oh my God, I was freaking out. Yeah. And then he called. He was like, can I have your phone number? I'm going to send you stuff. And then all of a sudden the phone rang and it was him. And I was like hyperventilating because yeah. I didn't know what to You're do. Like, oh, and he was like, God. hello. <laughs> you know, so I, I mean, that was, that was career changing for me. So, yeah. And the best I think the best part is meeting all you guys. Oh, I think that's the best part, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, no, I love these. I love coming to the trade shows. I always just leave. I always forget how goddamn exhausting it is. Because you with yeah. rose-colored glasses, you really only think about, like, the amazing parties you went to and the people you met. Oh, boy, it's it's exhausting. <laughs> but and, it's amazing. But the minute we're on those planes tomorrow, yeah. that's gone. I know. I'm really upset. Today it's not gone, because today I'm really sore. Oh, but tomorrow <laughs> you yeah, know we still have a full day of like doing new york things tomorrow too well we'll schlep around yes. we don't have to do anything crazy no nah, we don't but um on the flip side of that is there anything that you think would qualify as like your worst moment or mistake that you can share as kind of a teaching moment hmm <laughs> You should give me a list beforehand. So no, think about more, it. This is more fun this a way. Teaching moment. I like it when people. Uh, I love because I know people can't see you, but she literally did what almost every single person has <laughs> done: is gone. Oh, inside oh, and oh, like shit. Oh, question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't regret anything. Yeah. So, like, I haven't had any major screw ups. I think, like, I think I've like from a retouching point of view. I've probably sent out work that I wasn't totally like totally happy with. Mm -hmm. And so like I regret not pushing that maybe a little bit further. Totally. Well, I don't regret it, but I wish that I had have pushed it maybe a little bit further. Um, I think 
I think I I think I regret not pushing myself harder mm-hmm. to accomplish what I want to accomplish because right. I think um, if I had a little more self confidence that I would be further and be able to um, help to inspire people to be weird and Mm -hmm. like to step outside the box because I know that that's really important to have someone that you can sort of latch on to and be like if she can you know create like this weird shit then I can do that or you know like look at the thought or the storytelling that's being put into that I can do that too and I think you know I often sort of pull myself inwards because I do have confidence issues when it comes to my work yeah um I I don't think I see my work in the same way that other people see my work um so I I I mean if I'm gonna have any regret I think it would be that I haven't pushed myself harder yeah what do you mean when you say that you don't see it the same way that other people do can you is there any way you can elaborate I mean I've been doing this my whole life yeah so from you know like my mom would just sit us in front of the tv or whatever and I'd sit and draw and you know that was my pastime I'd sit and draw and I always had people go oh, your cartoons are so cute or oh your daughter's so artistic and mm-hmm. like it's just always just been there right. so and like as I got older it was the same thing I would have people say oh your art's so good oh it's it's all right you know I don't think I've ever given myself the credit that maybe I should have mm-hmm. um so I'm like that with my artwork. I love my artwork, but I love my artwork. I don't right. expect that everyone else is going to love my art because I create it for myself. Yeah. Do you also feel like you leave like a little piece of yourself inside each one? Well, everyone everyone tells a story. Like mm-hmm. that's why I know my stuff's kind of like dark and moody and, you know, but like I have a story. I've been through shit, you know, so yeah. it that's a release. And I think that's hard, too, because when it's this internal thing that you're sort of putting your soul into like a physical piece of art. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's a tough question. It is a tough question. That's why I ask it. Mm. I like to see what people say. Now I'm going to be thinking about it. Good. I hope you do. Is there any, you're welcome, you're welcome. (laughs) Is there any really big projects that's coming up that you can talk about that you want to plug? No. No, you can't? I can't. Oh, so that means we're all going to have to follow you on Instagram. we talked about it, but. Yeah. That's okay. Everyone follow her on Instagram and then you can see the new projects when they come out. That's right. And then you can be like, I sort of knew about that first. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, let you in on a secret. Yeah. Follow it. (laughs) Follow it. What is your Instagram? Uh, Kelly Robitaille. Do Do you have two or just one? Your touching one too, right? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I I created it and then it and was then too much work. I was so. like, I feel like I remember adding both, but no, <laughs> I need to go in and delete it. I think it's got like two hundred people on it or something. Yeah. So. What's your website? KellyRobotai.com, and it's Kelly Robotai Photography on Facebook. Perfect. And it's just Kelly Robotai because I don't check my Facebook page. So yeah. And uh, yeah. I like it when people reach out. So reach out. Hell yeah. 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 All right. Last question. You ready? Yes. I mean, you already know this question because I asked you Do you, you want to go to bed? Yes, I definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> but that's not the question. Ah, damn. The question is, and I ask this every time to see what people say. Okay. Would you still create your artwork and also do your retouching? Would you do none? Would you do both or just one? 
if I was to slide across the table or the couch in this case, $10 million into your hand. Damn straight. I love it. Do both. I love everything I do. I love the retouching. I love my artwork. Um, I know it sounds so stupid, but I don't like, I mean, the money's nice, but I don't do it for the money. I do it because it's my creative outlet and that's just the kind of person I am. So, I mean, I, I you can slide it over. I'll take it, <laughs> but we'll just buy like a really great retreat and perfect. Go be creative together. I so, love that. Yeah. 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 Art for the win. Art for the win. Weirdos for the win. Yes. Any last words? What do you mean? Oh, what? <laughs> Don't freak me out like that, man. <laughs> no, I heard it too. No, no. I think we're getting haunted. So. Oh, great! That's awesome. Now I gotta deal with that. <laughs> I have no last words. I'm, I'm excited to do this with you, and it's a great thing. And I'm gonna share the shit out of this when yes, you please. post it because you're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> oh no! Now we're gonna cry because we gotta leave each other. <laughs> oh God. It's okay. We still got like like sixteen hours together. It's good. It's really good. It's good. More than that, like twenty hours. Yeah, but well, we're going to bed after this. That's true. Or whining, and we don't like not. I'm gonna have a glass of wine, and then I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, wine time. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kelly. (laughs) Okay, no problem. Bye. Bye.